And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Straits, Mark Knopfler, late writer. We're recording here in Baldwin Hills. Uh, it's Father's Day for us. It's Wednesday after Father's Day for you. How are you guys? Didn't you, didn't you think when you saw first saw Mark Knopfler, didn't you guys think like that guy might be a social studies teacher and not a guitarist? The world's ugliest rock and roll star. Is he ugly? He's ugly. I just, didn't, I just thought he looked like a teacher. But listen to the guitar. He's fantastic. But I guess uh, Phil Collins isn't exactly uh, no. a rock out <laughs> That's adder. a geometry teacher. Yeah. Maybe a fellow Ramstein wow. who got in trouble this week. Did you follow that story? <laughs> hold up, German? hold up, hold up. And, you know, here's another one. Brothers in Arms. Have you ever heard, if you're in a car and you're driving late at night, maybe in the desert after midnight, put on this song. Brothers in Arms. You'll have an experience. I've turned you guys off. I can't. I can't have you ruin my open with Mark Knopfler and Dire Straits. If you had headphones, you'd be listening right now. In a minute. Wait, wait. In a minute. Listen to this guitar. I'm gonna let these guys chill out before we let them talk. Listen to this. There it is. That's our Mark Knopfler open. Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. All right, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's Father's Day. None of us are with our families. Care to explain? Does anybody even want to go there? Nah. It's better this way. <laughs> Mine's in New Jersey. Mine's at home, but I, you know, and I love them, but I needed to get away. This was one, you know, every other year, you know, you just like, you know what I want for Father's Day? I need a break. I need a little break. It was funny because we were texting earlier and I'm like, how are you doing? You're like, I'm avoiding my family. <laughs> I was in the gym. It was great. It was about 845 and you texted me a picture of you smoking a cigar. 845 yes. in the morning. Hell yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. What? So, explain. And I sent you a picture of my elliptical and I said, I'm training my body. And you said, I already did that. I did. Were I you worked, lying? I worked, no, no. I did 95 squats this morning. Had a good morning. 95 squats? That's your workout? It was a good workout. I did some other stuff. Wait, wait, wait. I lost, I lost you there. Your mic went dead. That was the bulk of it. How's that? How does, that cigar, does that cigar help your bowels to move? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get into this 95 <laughs> squats workout. I did 20 as a warm-up, and then I did... What, what do you mean? You just squatted? Yeah, doing some squats. <laughs> No, up, I did like not up poop. and down, like yeah, like full, like you know, put your butt on your <gasps> ankles with any weight. No, no weights. It's bad for your back, or it's bad for my back. This Good is for not your a back. workout. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then you and then you lit up a cigar at what time? Uh, whenever we were texting, I just lit eight thirty, eight forty five. I'm still in like Austria time. I'm a little out of it. I woke well, up at like good. five. That's true. Yeah, you're, you're in a different. time. Yeah, I woke time. up at five. I got. I felt like a man though. I uh, I fixed two doors. 
with a Dremel tool. Today? Today. Oh, that's good. I looked on the, That's a good day. I looked on YouTube and it's like, you know, you can reshim it with matchsticks and playing cards and then or if you have a Dremel tool and I just turn it off, I'm like, yep, make the hole bigger. That's and fantastic. It was awesome. And they yeah. work. Yeah. 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 And I sent a, a video to my wife with the doors working and she's like, I love you. Wow. It was great. So. I fixed a stool last night in my kitchen. Nice. A stool? stool. This is my opportunity to make a poop joke. Hey, stool. <laughs> Stay away from a guy who says, can I push in your stool? <laughs> We're going to do Dear Zuckerman with you later. And I spent, this is, you know, we, we had canceled this podcast. We had a lot of cancellations. We were with Jerry. He and I were so tired Saturday night. We came to Zuckerman's. We had dinner. We just couldn't talk. And I'm sorry, but he'll come back. We'll, we'll do a show. And then we were going to do this. We had to cancel because of poops. Right? <laughs> I'm up all night. I eat something bad. I had diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. And I said, we're coming over anyway. So get yourself right. <laughs> and here we are. We couldn't, be, we couldn't be stopped. Not even diarrhea. No, because I spent, I spent, uh, uh, part of my Saturday I spent, even though I was working all day, I spent an hour when I got home, exhausted, uh, for Father's Day themed uh, Dear Zuckerman letters. And I'm really excited about reading them out to you. So I'm excited about that. And well, here we are. Well, thank Diarrhea, you for letting me squats, come over. stools. <laughs> we got yes. it all. All right. First, Johnny, I got to yes. pay you. Yes. Congratulations. Woo-hoo! You said, won the bet. Yes. F him. It was quite a Lamar. It was great. I'm very disappointed in Porsche's performance. Uh, I'm just curious about it. I just I've heard nothing other than like, yeah, it went really poorly. I like, yeah. I don't know what 75th anniversary and total they laid an egg. A oh, total egg. Glickenhaus, little Glickenhaus, Jimmy Glick. Uh, who we've made fun of. Yeah, well, yeah, he's an odd one. I but, guess I did. Yeah, but uh, I mean, but he, he beat him sixth and seventh overall. You know, beat he beat not only uh, Porsche Fantastic. but Peugeot as well. Wow, you know, major manufacturer. Well, there again, I'm wrong there too. And Cadillac did awesome, um, third and fourth. And Ferrari was this their first year back? Yeah, uh, in first year back in fifty years in the top level. They, you know, in the GT right. class, they raised right. all the time, but top level. Last time was when Ford beat them, 68. Wow. And they didn't even show up for 69. And then the last time they won was 58 years ago. Incredible. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a hell just an And what was it? Race. Ferrari, Ferrari, Toyota, Toyota? Ferrari, Toyota, Cadillac, Cadillac, Ferrari. Wow. And so our, our buddy Scott Dixon. Fourth. Fourth. You think that Cadillac's wow. pleased with their result? They're over the freaking moon. Yeah. So yeah. Re- real quick. So this is Cadillac's first time back in 21 years. Um so the two cars that won, <laughs> was that noise? All right. I was a guy with a Go ahead. Uh, the two cars that won were all-wheel drive, and the Cadillacs uh, were rear-wheel drive, as was the Porsche. Uh, so I think someone at Cadillac told me next year they'll be back with all-wheel drive. Wow. So, uh, you know, there was a balance of performance, and they couldn't turn on the front axle until over 100, kilom- or 100 miles an hour. I can't remember what it was. It was 150 kilometers or 100 miles an hour or whatever. Wow. But still, it was, it was an advantage, um, you know, because it's two different series. It's, right, it's right. IMSA series and, and uh, WEC. So anyways, WEC. Cadillac, they were over the moon. And Corvette won GT. Wow. 
Uh, and how did the, that NASCAR do? That's the hat I'm wearing. They, you know, they finished. They were like 39th overall. Well, that in and itself it's is a victory. But if they if they hadn't uh, had some, they like lost a I don't care, I care the drive shaft or transmission they had to fix. They would have been like you know ahead of a lot of GT cars. They did right, really really right. well. But the most popular car there without question, like. It, louder than the Corvette, louder than the Cadillacs, which I thought was impossible. Right, it was just right. awesome. And, like, everyone cheered. No one talked about anything else. It was, right. just, it well, was that's, just the best thing. That's why they were there. I mean, yeah. that's why they were there in the 70s, right, was to gin up interest and make the race interesting again. But I say just dump LMP2, which is sort of like the rich guy gentleman racer class, and, like, bring in a NASCAR class. Just bring in, like, you know, eight NASCARs. LMP1, or whatever it's called now, L- L- Hypercar, yeah. NASCAR, and then now it's GT3. <clears throat> you could, I mean, I would totally agree with you on that, that, that racing in general needs to be simplified. And if you want to lure in people who aren't race fans, you've got to make it very simple for them to understand. And these, these classes with the letters and the numbers that I'm even having trouble following... Yeah, GTE and then GTE AM. Just, just simplify. Just NASCAR, Formula One. <laughs> yes, sell and, you it. Know, right. U.S. versus the other guys. And well, that's that's what the Camaro yes. was. Level right. one, level two, and level three. I, I don't know. The blue, le- simplify. Right, and right, you'll right. have more people figuring it out and following it. But it's even confusing. Like, like the unified hypercar class, technically, the, 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 the whatever you call it, the nomenclature is LMH and then LMDH. Right. Which the D is for Daytona. Yes. And that's that's the portion in the Cadillac. But it's just, you know, it's just it, it is confusing. I think that's why GTE's gone and now it's gonna be GT three. Everyone knows what GT three is. Even if you don't, you know there's a car called a GT three. And so that's gonna be and that'll be cool. It'll open it up to more cars. And then the hypercar class next year, Lamborghini, BMW, um, Alpine, they're bringing in a car. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Toyota might Hypercar leave, is but- a perfectly acceptable word to keep. But just refer yeah. to it everywhere. Hypercar class. Hypercar class. Yeah, Simplify. well, they're going to say LMH because it's Le Mans. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, a, good luck. For but years, it was LMP1, Le Mans prototype class yes. one, LMP2. And and the LMP2 cars are cool, just nobody cares because they don't look like anything. And they don't and they don't have any brands associated with them. Right. So, right. anyways, it was awesome. It was well, great. here it is, my Woo-hoo! friend. A fresh $100 bill bill. is being handed to you right now. And just so everyone knows, I did offer to light my cigar with it, but (laughs) Zuckerman's not letting us smoke because of his diarrhea. Well, I also... I'll buy $100 worth of chili burgers. And I have four hours... morning squats. Four hours of tennis to get through. Let me do an ad here for uh, friends. I take a picture of it. Oh, look, there it is. I'll point to it. There you go. I have no problem paying you. You won that bet fair and square. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Figuring out what's for dinner is not at the top of anyone's summer activity list. HelloFresh delivers mouth-watering, chef-crafted recipes and fresh ingredients to your door so you can spend your summer doing well, whatever you want. Need dinner ready like now? Look for a quick and easy recipe on the HelloFresh menu, including fast and fresh options ready in just 15 minutes. What is HelloFresh? It's a box that comes to your door with everything. And I'm talking about the veggies cut up. All of that stuff, all of that prep work is done for you. How do I know it works? I eat it. I'm a customer. It made my wife a chef. And no lie, we love it in the Ferriston house. So go to HelloFresh.com slash, here this gets tricky, 16 Spike 911. 
and use code 16spike911 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's right. HelloFresh.com slash 16spike911 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. And uh, just remember, it's America's number one meal kit and the Ferriston family's number one meal kit. All right, let's talk about BMWs. BMWs. Never thought you'd hear me say that. Never thought me hear, you'd hear me say, let's talk about BMWs, did you? Well, you did. Second only to, let's talk about 996s. <laughs> but BMWs, I just had two press cars. And I loved both of them. And I thought we could discuss both of them. Have you probably driven them? I think you saw them. M8 Competition Convertible. M8 Competition Convertible. Yeah, and so currently the one I have outside, the Daytona Beat. I have not. Did you not see my car out there? Oh, I haven't driven it. Oh. Yeah, I saw the it. The BMW M4. Daytona Blue. Daytona Beach Blue. But that's a convertible. Convertible. Haven't driven it. Um, this is all on the way to driving the new M2, which I'm excited about. But I said, you know, if it's not ready, send me over stuff. And they've been just putting BMWs in my driveway. And I've uh, been driving them and enjoying them. Um, let's start with the BMW M8 which is uh, 4,560 pounds, but feels a little heavier. It's a very substantial deal, 617 horsepower, V8, 0 to 60 in, you know, three oh, seconds. Oh, I could have gotten there. It is a super fast convertible sled for four people to sit in with no top. And it is a very substantial piece of machinery that I found beguiling in a lot of ways because I'd never driven anything like it. I, I've mm. driven big, heavy coupes before, but when you take the top off, you start thinking about other cars like maybe Porsche Turbo S cab. But what about, like, say, a Bentley or, like, the old S-Class convertible, which it sort of nominally competes with? I have not driven those Bentley convertibles. Oh, Four-door really? convertibles are kind of, I mean, four-passenger, four true Con- four-passenger convertibles are kind of a funny idea. They are a funny idea. Because, yeah. You know, I don't personally, for me, a convertible is a one-person car. Two at most. Four. Who wants to be in the back of the convertible? It's, it's really for people too lazy to open the trunk. Now, so hold on, hold on. I do, I do. Back, you know. Here, here's what I, and look, I like this car, and I want to describe it in a way, because I think there are buyers out there who would really like this, but you have to understand what you're getting. One, like, for me, a convertible, like you, Zuckerman, like you're saying, I, I do like putting my family in the back of it. The, the 992 convertible that we had was a perfect thing. For munchkin children. Yeah, yeah, or amputees, whatever right, you have whatever. available to you. But <laughs> I got both. <laughs> <laughs> I got some to new me. It, it tilts more. The convertible tilts more towards a relaxing drive, right? Yeah. And though, so for me, I don't want six hundred seventeen horsepower. Loud. It's, it's this isn't even that loud. It's a very substantial thing, and it's a very fast thing, and it goes counter for me. To the convertible lifestyle. Now, I think there are people out there who say, I want to be able to do everything. I want to smoke whoever I want to smoke. I want to put the top up and drive this thing hard. And then I want to put the top down and take the family out to dinner. This car hits all those buttons very, very well. Very well. I mean, it, it, the ride is a very big sedanish so ride. 
There's a better version of it called the uh, Eight Grand Coupe, and yeah. it's like the swoopy four door, right? Same engine, same thing, stretch wheelbase. That's a much better version. Every does everything better. Well, I, I dug but, this. I dug this car. It's just not what I would look for in a convertible. Like yeah, sure. I, I think uh, Moise is the guy who would get this car and love it. Absolutely, He's love crashing it. all four corners. He crashed every mean? part of it. Yeah. Yes, They're big enough to crash everything. With the top down, he could see behind him. Yeah, and and so this one was. Was uh, in the color of chalk. I'll throw up a picture of it. Beautiful interior. The car is gorgeous. Every time I walk to it, I loved it. People love it on the road. It's one hundred seventy thousand dollars. A lot of dough, but a, ba- a lot less expensive than a Bentley. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, a Bentley yeah. for the eight cylinder, probably for the convertible, two seventy five. Yeah, to start to start. So it's a lot of car for the money yeah. in that class. Yes. yes. Did you, what did you feel about the handling? Did it handle like a? You don't have a lot of context for BMWs, but it did. Did it have a sportiness to its handling for a thing that size? Yeah, but it felt felt heavy to me. Yeah, it was a heavy, fast thing, and it was fast. It's very, very fast. But it, you know, sometimes you get in cars that feel too big for the roads. Right. This kind of was that. Right. For me, just because I don't normally look for cars in this segment, so I, I can tell you, if I had seen it on the road, I would love the way it looks, and and I did appreciate the way it drives. It's, this is just a personal thing for me. I wanted something that felt a little lighter that I could throw my tennis bag in the back, and then it's just easier to get into, and that became the M4 that was dropped off. But you're you're not alone in the size thing, because when that was racing in uh, GT whatever, uh, you know, it would race against 911s and Corvettes, but it's it's the coupe version is double the size. So there's all these memes where they'd, like, Photoshop the car 10 times bigger going around, like, the bus stop at Daytona and stuff. Now, I'll tell you this. I I drove it every day. Yeah, You know, press cars, I generally don't drive every day. Every single day, every single drive for seven days, I drove it. So that, on some level, that means something. I really liked it. Um, would I buy it? No, it's not a car for me. But this BMW M4 in Daytona Beach Blue that does 0 to 63.6 seconds, 504 horsepower, is only a few hundred pounds lighter. 4,306, but feels a 1,000 pounds lighter. Well, the new M4 is just awesome. I mean, especially the competition. Just yeah. awesome. Absolutely and this awesome. Is, did you see the interior of this car? It's a dark blue. It's a navy blue. So you've got a light blue and then a navy blue, a turquoise and a navy. It's inside. nice they have colorblind people specking the interiors of the BMW. I like blue. I didn't I didn't mind, but our friend from New York went, that's the wrong interior. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, well, it's not wrong. What I don't care for are the sport seats. Can you get regular seats in this car and not in the competition not in the competition those are the literally the best seats for canyons and nothing on earth is more uncomfortable on the 405 right right your wallet in your back pocket you're done for. It's yeah. Just, it's just... I didn't mind it. I mean, I don't mind getting in. It's just a little hard to get this out. This is the one middle the, thing. It's the got the weenie fiber. thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 They're great in the canyons. It's like you're... Would I be able to pop that out and put a racing harness in there? Is that what that's there for? No. It's just it's to mimic uh, like a four-point belt. It's like lock your legs in place. Ah. Uh, so... But um, I am, again, I'm three or four days into this one and absolutely digging it. Now, this is a car I actually would buy. I, what are you showing me? What I drove. I know, but we're talking about the BMW. Yeah, well, when you're done, all right. What's he doing? He's I, I, on I a different know. time zone. He had he has he had booze with his cigars this morning at eight thirty. <laughs> yeah, I had coffee like a schmuck. Yeah. I should have put some some schnapps. I I'm on Austria time. Schnapps. Yeah. But I do like this M4. So there you go. Um, I'm a fan. I might is not. It, is uh, it all wheel drive? It is right. Yeah. Well, they can be either one. They can be rear or all. 
I think it is all wheel, wheel, wheel drive. I'm just digging it. I'm loving flying around in it. The top's up, the top's down. There's a lot of wind resistance in these cars. They make a... a Buffeting. A, yeah, they make that little net thing that comes up, but yeah. it's a big contraption. You know, It's, it's kind of big to put in, and then it takes up your trunk space and stuff. With the M8, it also it had a weird trunk delay. I don't know if you experienced this. No, but I've had BMW, weird issues with BMW You press the button. I don't. I think this was design. I you press the trunk button, or put your hands on it to lift it up. It would then start to make a noise. So you do it a second time, and then it would close. So you'd have to you have to press it, and you have to count to three, and then it would open up automatically. That's weird. That, that that's, shouldn't be. That's called broken. But like the Rolls Royce the other night, uh, which is owned by BMW. Yeah. I got a text from my neighbor at like ten thirty at night. He's like, "Just so you know, that Rolls Royce the trunk's open. I don't know if you're airing it out." <laughs> it's like, oh fuck. But Generous rich guy. Come and get everything. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were taking that car back. Oh, yeah. When we had it. It was that night. Right. Yeah. It was just That funny. episode did quite well. People were very happy with it. Talking to Maybach. Huh? I was talking to Maybach people in Austria. They want in? I, we, or did, we, or we do you want them. in on them? I could get us the 12-cylinder limo Maybach. Oh, boy. To do an episode in. That would be a lot of fun. Can we do that here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we do that? I, let's do it. I This time... I, I want a musical guest to show up, and I can book it. But I want them. I want to be able to pick them up and have them come in, play a song, and then kick them out. It just didn't work out with Reggie. The timing was off. I will dress appropriately to be a chauffeur in the Maybach. <laughs> no, I like. <laughs> you have no, another outfit. He's yes. gonna show up in like his his secret Nazi gear. What would you wear? Well, maybe Lederhosen. Maybe not. Maybe some other formal wear. Mid-century formal wear. Wait, while we're talking about BMW, <laughs> yes. while we're talking about BMW, what is what is all this about BMW is now done with manual gear gearboxes? Yeah, they're saying it's uh, Euro Seven emissions. They just can't make it work. And dual clutch transmissions. Because the automatic is so good, why would you have a dual clutch? And dual clutches, remember, they're they're harder to package. They're weird shaped. Well, same as they're hard to cool. There's a lot of oiling issues. Automatics just work great. Be careful of that. Uh, I'll have to get you another one, but I think the... Uh... I won't touch it. But anyways, yeah. So they're saying Euro 7 because they can't control the, the RPMs at various speeds in a manual that... They just, they won't be able to pass. They're also phasing out gasoline engines. So it's like, you know, it's not. The current M2 will perhaps be the final M car model to have a manual transmission option. Mm. Final new car, yeah. Mm. So. Unbelievable, right? I think the M2 is better with a dual club. Or the, with, the, is it a dual? Whatever it is. I think it's a dual in the M2. That's a better car. Yeah, it's a little depressing. Though. But speaking of manuals, like that Toyota I brought. Can we talk about that for two seconds? I, okay, I guess. GR Corolla. Do you guys know about this thing? No. It's the greatest. It's I my think Matt Farah had it. He might. I, I think we saw it a few months back. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. It's the greatest. What's GR? Godzilla Rodan? It's Gazoo Racing, but it's a 1.5 liter three-cylinder that makes 300 horsepower. That's wow. amazing. So it's making 100 horsepower per half liter. It's like, it, it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's all-wheel drive, and it, the default is like 60-40 front-rear split. You can make it 50-50. You can make it 30-70. It changes the steering. Carbon fiber roof. It's so, uh, it's my next What car. does it weigh? Nothing. It's very light. It's like, under, like you know, probably I, 3,200 pounds, something like that. It's awesome. How did they get this idea together? Because it's, it runs, it's brilliant, but it runs counter to everybody else's thinking. So who, before this year, who won Le Mans the last five years? Right. Yeah, Toyota, right? I mean, and so their chairman, Mr. Toyota, 
uh, loves racing. He's been pushing hard for like fun cars. They did the GR Yaris in Europe, big hit, and then they don't sell the Yaris here. Can't crash test it, but we sell a lot of Corollas, so they made a much better version called the GR Corolla. And it's did, just, didn't the Toyota awesome. car hit a squirrel? You did hit a squirrel at Le Mans. Did you the hear Italian about this squirrel? <laughs> yeah, it jammed right into it, and it, it actually. Took them out of the race a little bit, right? Knocked them down? They were sort of gaining a little bit, maybe. on The Ferrari was, the last few hours of the race, Ferrari was ahead. But then there was a squirrel on the Toyota crash and <laughs> took them out of, like, there was no chance of them catching up after the crash. There was maybe. <laughs> squirrel? Yeah, the national <laughs> Squirrel, hero. Zuckerman, I know. It's the ghost of uh, Berlusconi. Autoblog <laughs> says Toyota may have lost at Le Mans because of a squirrel. Yeah. Excellent. Lucky squirrel. I'd say it's a lucky squirrel for Ferrari. How does that how does that little car drive? That's interesting. You would love it, dude. You would just love it. Yeah, it's, it's does fabulous. it outload a Solotus? No, it's different. It, it, if you like hot hatches, if you like like WRXs, like right. this is what this is what the new WRX should have been, and Subaru kind of missed the boat pretty wide. You know, this is like they really did a good job. You know, I mean, I'm literally when my Alpha goes away, this is my next car. Really? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, we we had it at our performance car of the year event, and like I was chasing it in a Lamborghini Technica, and like. It, couldn't on a windy road you just can't catch it what what does a 1.5 liter engine weigh in this car nothing i mean nothing a couple hundred pounds yeah but also but and it sounds cool because like right. five cylinders are weird three cylinders are weird right so it sounds different it's got three exhaust pipes one per cylinder it's just it's a bizarre little car you i think you would like it i'm like, just fascinated he likes like little two, cars well i yeah. just think like it's 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 like a, almost a two-stroke engine in a car yeah it's the, and it's just but you know it's like it's like you know, some cars, like, you have to put them in sport mode for them to get special. Right. Like, they're kind of dull until you do that. This is like, it's just like, you know, it's like straining at the bit. It's just awesome. So, What do you do with a car like that? I'm going to drive it around town. You'd have to get a bright color. I would actually recommend the red. I like the red on that. So that I'm going to order the red, and I'm probably going to wrap it like a different color. Cause yeah. I don't like red. I'm like orange or something. What about dazzle or some sort of uh, <laughs> yellow, reflective, rusty, gold. purplish, and gold? Yeah, make it crazy. <laughs> uh, probably orange. Wow! So yeah. this you're going to buy this car? Yeah, it's my next car. Wow! Yeah, carbon fiber roof. Come on. Well, that's all right. It makes it makes it just makes the steering awesome. Like yeah. it's just super stiff up top. It does seem like the ultimate kid car. What do they cost? Um. That's, I think this one's like 40. That's it? Yeah. I think there's a cheaper one that doesn't have the carbon roof and doesn't have some other stuff. And there's a one, there's a crazy one, the track only one, which has no rear seat oh. and some other shit that's like 50,000. But I think this is 40. The problem is they're selling for 70 and people are <clears> buying them at 70. Right. So, But you can get it for sticker. Yeah. Would you start know, chipping uh, it and having some fun with it and make I it crazy or not? I don't how much you need to chip it that's the thing it's like it's already we, just already fun it's got see, pilot sport fours it's the same tires probably as, the, get the, as m4 you we know? get wow. the track car registered for what? road use yeah no the yeah. track car is road legal they oh, just, it is. It just it's like you know the gt3 they pull the rear seat yeah so they pull the rear seat of a corolla like it's it's Good. insane yeah it's totally that's insane. fun yeah it's all i like drive. those guys who have gt3s that put the rear seat back in yeah that, that always makes me laugh i had a friend who did that yeah it was it was good yeah. So, anyways, like just buy something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you How do you resell that car? Oh, you went out again. You went out. Oh, talk. Hello. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe the microphone knows when it doesn't want to hear from you anymore, oh, and it just cr turns you off. 
Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You know who we'd like to hear from? Our friends at Nord. Nord. (laughs) Are you a Nord? Nord is the most popular VPN available. Get online protection with a single click. Stay safe from malware with threat protection. Dark web monitor notifies you if someone leaks your credentials. MeshNet allows you to connect to your devices remotely and securely. Dedicated IP helps you avoid captchas and block lists. It's more than, an, a, than a VPN, Nord VPN. They also do not track or share what you do online. Very important to you, Johnny, and what you're up to. <laughs> Your data is always protected by the next generation encryption. There's even a kill switch to make sure your data is never exposed. Um, virtual private networks, you need one if you're going to be online. Get on a plane. Anywhere where you're using Wi-Fi, you want to be clicking this thing on uh, NordVPN. 30-day money-back guarantee for all users. Dedicated apps on all major platforms. One account protects up to six devices. And as a bonus, and you will use this, NordPass Password Manager. What is that? One password and then it fills everything else in for you. You got to check it out. Get your exclusive SCR and NordVPN deal here at nordvpn.com slash spike911. Nordvpn.com slash spike911. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money Nord guarantee. Nord, say Nord, everyone. Nord. Nord. That's, Nord. All, that's all they want from ads is name recognition. So... If we just keep saying Nord, 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 <laughs> Nord, Nord, it's very close to nerd, <laughs> but not as fun. All right, let me see what else I got to talk about here. We're not, we're not ready for Dear Zuckerman's yet. Mm. Or maybe we are. We're getting close. Uh, mm. I saw Scott Dixon got in a fight with uh, with Will Power. Did you see that? I yes. Did see that. What the hell was? What was that about? I, I just. It was one of those like I was looking at Instagram with the sound offs. So I have no idea. But uh, they they went into a turn or something, but I got pit, I got pissed. It was like, <laughs> hey, don't you know? But what really occurred to me was that I hope this isn't the Zuckerman sticker turning Dixon into Zuckerman, and he's going to be fighting. You know, I'm not going to cry about that. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but I was in the garage and yes. I took a look at Scott's helmet. Yes, no Zuckerman sticker. Oh, it's oh. the podium by one. Oh, uh, where at Le Mans? He was fourth, not third. Well, that's on his Indy car. He can't. No, no, no. It was his helmet. It's on his helmet. And he, I was looking at his. Wait, are we talking Lamont or Indy? Lamont right now. There you go. Didn't have the Zuckerman. There you go. And then his behavior's not right. Yeah. He yeah. Loses. You're saying, I, had he had that sticker. Of course. Podium. Obviously. Podium. I mean, you know. Without what about the sticker he was wearing and he got in a fight? Didn't see that helmet. He didn't get in a fight. Will Power came after he him like a big ass him, baby yeah. <laughs> because they crashed in a turn. Me, we're going to fight in his, his, his outfit. His coveralls. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I'm going to fight you. You shouldn't hit me in the turn. Go play hockey, Will. Want to fight? Jesus play Christ. hockey. Yeah. Leave Dixon alone. Or but S- Scott could probably, like, he's probably one of those guys that can, like, fight, like, New Zealander, you know? Well, Dixon's under SCR protection. <laughs> you don't want to upset SCR Nation. And that's what you're threatening to do. Or his lawyer. You don't mess with one of our guys. Or go ahead. We don't care. <laughs> Have at it, Will. Oh, here was the yeah no. Here was the squirrel story. I had all of that right here. It's unbelievable. Um, all right. The only other thing I wanted to cover here, I think we've covered a lot, is uh, 
this lithium replacement battery. Did you read this new uh, battery substance that they're going to be using to replace lithium EV batteries? No. That are 99.7% efficient after 400 hours of use? I did not. Crab shells. Oh. <laughs> but will they smell? The crabs. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking about things I like. You mix them with diarrhea. Ooh, I got the crabs. Put them in my Tesla. A team of scientists at the school's Center for Materials Innovation found that crustaceans like crabs and lobsters contain a chemical in their shells called chitin, which can be used to, <laughs> <laughs> used to power batteries when combined with zinc. University of Maryland study also says that chitin zinc batteries were 99% uh, efficient, 99.7 after 400 hours of use, and they can be made very, very cheaply at scale. Great, except no more lobster for you. <laughs> no more lobster bisque. Well, I was thinking about that, but you don't eat the shells, right? We discard the shells, right? Yeah, but if they get them, if they've taken the shells, they're taking the meat, or there's going to be there's going to be a combine where they maximize the breeding. Usage. They're going to breed them. I don't know. Well, wouldn't you just back your truck to up to legal seafoods at the end of every night and just take no, all their no, shells? No, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. Why? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, somebody do the would. shells work? They yeah. have to be raw shells. What's the Look, there's a new awesome battery technology being developed every day in labs. Something that, you know, there's going to be solid state's the big hope because Toyota, right. I don't know if you heard this, Toyota's announced that their next solid state battery that they're working on is going to be viable soon, can go 900 miles on a charge and weighs nothing. It's like tiny little thing. Wow. So, so but wait, that? but that's this is where I was going with yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. it was for you, Johnny. Zuckerman, you know, you can tell me too, but you know, every, you know, I, I had mentioned last week that, you know, people call me up for car recommendations. I have a lot of folks going, can't go near Tesla anymore because of the Elon Musk factor. And, you know, I point them in the direction of Mercedes EQ right now. Um, if they're truck people, Rivian, you know, but, but I found myself remembering that about a year ago, I had heard about the promise of these 400 to 25 to 600 mile to a charge electric cars. Where are we on the timeline? With Oh, you just dropped out again. Here, go ahead, talk. Lucid? Yeah. Lucid? You're good. Lucid's had a 500 mile car for 18 months now. Right. Um, so, you know, it works on lithium ion, but there, uh -huh. there will be a something that replaces lithium ion. There will, will be a lighter technology. So you, but, but, when are we getting up to 500 or 600 with lithium ion like Lucid? When are the other car manufacturers going there is the question. They, it's gonna, the, what Lucid did that was so smart was they miniaturized everything, which increased efficiency. So it's going to be the next generation of motors that everyone makes will just be much smaller. They're going like, to take a Lucid apart. It's going to take them four years to do that. Right. Um, but but, but even, even with that, the Lucid's still 5,200 pounds. Right, so you want to get a thousand pounds at least out, and you can do that with just a different, you know, forget about like liquid batteries as we know them. Get to solid batteries, which can be made of like maybe silicon, maybe iron, but pretty light, mm -hmm. not a liquid, um, and they'll be much smaller. And 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 again, sounds like Toyota's been working on it, and they're they had an announcement like two weeks ago that the you know soon. I think two thousand twenty-five six, there'll be a solid state battery that goes nine hundred miles per charge. So that'll, yeah, that'll be the, that's that'll it. be it. That's, that's, that's the game. Is, is it game over batteries win? Yeah. Are we there? 
When you get to that point, how do you ignore that? Well, you know, you hear people saying there's the infrastructure argument, and then there's the people that'll tout hydrogen, hydrogen. Hydrogen's it works. It's a it's a very solid technology, and it's probably great for like a cruise ship, but it's kind of also greenwashing for the petroleum industry because right. you got to burn something to make the hydrogen, unless you're making it totally with solar. But if you're making it totally with solar, why not just use solar energy to charge a battery? You know, because because remember, uh, a, a hydrogen car has to have a big ass battery on it because the 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 um, whatever you call it, the fuel cell stack. You know, it creates electricity, which doesn't go right to the motor. It gets stored in a battery right. that then goes to the motor. So it's it's sort of it's extra heavy. You know what I mean? Um, what about what about internal combustion engines that run on hydrogen? Is that a possibility? Again, you gotta where you gotta you gotta make the hydrogen. You might as well just put in gasoline at that right. point because you're probably burning natural gas to create the hydrogen or burning coal or something. Um, so and our taste changed slowly, Zucker. I mean, re remember what, every, what we all thought about the 918 when it came right. out? We were like, eh, I'm not really interested. Now you'd kill for one. Right. Absolutely kill for one. And, and here we come with the Mission X where you get excited, but then you go, oh, it's all electric. Am I really going to dig this thing? Yeah, you are. You are. You'll get there. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not even there. fully sold on the Mission X myself, and I like electric cars, but I know where I've come from the last Three Having, decades and watching technology change, and it's always ahead of me. And then I go, oh, I guess they knew what they well, were doing. Well, you know, I'm, I've been driving the Taycan a lot, and it's fantastic. That's and a cool if they car. really could get a thousand pounds out of the car and double the range, it's it's a no brainer. Right. No brainers. Did uh, your comedian friend from New York have a Mission X opinion? We didn't, we didn't do a show. No, but I mean, just... We know. didn't even discuss it. Okay. Uh, we'll okay. wait for him to come on the show. You know what we haven't asked you about, though, Zuckerman, was your trip to uh, to visit your mom. Ah. <laughs> Do you have anything trip. to say about well, it? Well, I will tell you. Okay, I asked my mom about, about the memory people, of course. That's one of the first things after I say, hello, how are you? What's up with the memory well, it's people? Well, explain to the folks who didn't hear the other show what you're talking about, right? right? So she's at a place in New in South New Jersey called Lionsgate. And Lionsgate is... I will, it, they have... Independent living. So you right. can get your own apartment. And they have three phases. They've got independent living, assisted living, and the nursing home. I guess the fourth phase is out the back door. Right. But in independent <laughs> living, people are, are rather uh, capable. Dumpster phase. Yes. And they're rather capable. <laughs> and uh, But my mother has been complaining that they're letting more memory people in. They used to not let the memory people So this means and she's talking about people with dementia. Yes, and some other kind of decline, Alzheimer's, whatever. And her neighbor as you'll recall from the last episode, has a tendency to come in my mother's apartment. My mother, who has Parkinson's, has trouble standing up to let someone in, so she'll leave the door unlocked for the caretaker or other people, and sometimes her neighbor, the memory lady, comes in and then bursts into tears because she's in the wrong spot. And she doesn't... And my mother says, well, she's afraid. She might attack me. I said, with what? She said, a broom. I said, tell her where the broom is. She'll forget. She'll go somewhere else. Don't worry about it. But, but I asked her oh, no. what, what the latest is. And she says now when she encounters the memory, her neighbor, the memory lady in the hallway, the lady points at her and moans. And then, what do you mean? I asked my mother to demonstrate, and she pointed and went, oh, like a zombie. Oh, no. I said, well, oh. I said, I asked her to show me. She showed me. I said, well, do it back at her. She'll think she's looking in the mirror. Okay? Just do it back. Do you I'm going to kill her. 
Wait, Does she wait. talk at all like you? I've never met no, this person. No, she's very no. refined. She's she, refined. She, she's very. You wouldn't even know. And we, what happened with you? I, this is a good question. <laughs> that makes no sense. My, if you met my father, it makes sense. Oh, I see. Okay. I see. Yes. Yes. My yes. mother, in a way, married down to the doctor. She yes. culture see. to the to the ape family. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's in the Bronx Zoo. He's, he's, yes, the combination of, of Jews and apes made me. And, uh, Mm. So they, so you didn't stay. I didn't stay in the room. I didn't stay. You're never gonna do that. I'm never staying. She would like. Does me to she stay. want? She wants that. I told you, there's a guest room, uh, and, and that was the last <laughs> thing she wanted me to stay in the old folks' yeah. home. And I said, that's no. such a Jewish mother thing. My mom, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so when the Catholic mom is different. My mom, who's listening, hi, mom. She always goes, just lock me away and forget I'm anywhere. Don't worry. Just lock me up. You don't have to come to visit. Just let me die. The martyr. The Catholic oh, martyr. Come? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you, if, you, if you didn't come, she'd call you up. How come you didn't come, Spike? Well, Michael, no, she wouldn't do that. That's Michael. the Jewish mother. That's no, the that's Jewish the Jewish mother. mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. My dad would do that. that would, my mom, I go Jewish. visit her my, when she was still alive. I go visit her and, you know, spend four hours sitting there in complete boredom while she's like, you know, zoning out on the TV. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. She's like, why are you leaving? <laughs> when my when my father's mother passed, Selma was her name. When Selma passed, Selma. four foot nine, if she was, you know, at most, um, she had a, a dwarf. She had a calendar. She had a calendar where she kept track of all the dwarves. Paul was supposed to call me today and didn't. She would walk on the calendar. She put that on her calendar? Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Nice. nice. The grandma. Yep. Yep. Wow. You're very attentive. I can't think of a single time in my life where I called my grandma. Not even once. Really? Not even once. No. Wow. When did she die? How old were you? Uh, I was pretty young. But, okay. But, but. But still, it never even occurred to me. She frightened me a little bit. She was, you know, <laughs> show up and we'd make jokes. Which, My cousin which, Earl and I would make jokes about grandma's premarital this? sex and sex before your father's, marriage. Your father's mother? But no, yeah, she died way before I was even like aware of her. I think, and my 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 dad, my dad's dad also, doctor uh, died before I. I just remember he, he gave me that. He used to make, get us those Texaco trucks well, at the I gas like station. I remember that about him. I can't place his voice or anything else, but I remember that truck. It's amazing what imprints on you. Must have been a happy moment. The other two were the, the Irish side, the crazy Irish side. The dad, the grandfather worked at the the the, the New Bedford uh, measures, weights and measures. Went oh. around to make sure deli men weren't ripping people off. Putting their thumb on the scale and you were getting, you were getting yeah. one-tenth less of a gallon. And out of grandma your, was... A, was um, she started life as a maid for Emily Post in Martha's Vineyard. Whoa. Uh, was crazy involved in the Catholic Church, like traveled with nuns and priests and would, after sermons, review the sermon, would call the priest to her and say, let me talk about what you said and what you should be doing better. Horrible. And then gave... Just like you. Yes. <laughs> Shit yes. That, we know that might we be me. <laughs> and gave tours of historic New Bedford, Massachusetts. What was her name? Margaret Haney. Oh, you act like Margaret. <laughs> Margaret Haney? Harney. Harney. That's my mom's maiden name, the Harneys. Oh, I know Harneys. The daft Irish branch of my family. There's yes. some Harneys out here. Lawyers. Good ones, too. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's, it's cool. Drunks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's do an ad, and then we'll do a Dear Zuckerman. How about that? Oh, we'll okay, end it, Margaret. We'll have some fun. <laughs> 
Peggy Margaret Hardy? Michael Ferriston is my name. No, do set. My mom is loving this. Um, <laughs> yeah. As you guys know, I'm always looking for life hacks. I'm looking for ways to have an easier life, which is why I've come to love and trust AG1 by Athletic Greens. It's an all-in-one formula that makes it easy for me to cover my daily nutritional bases every day. Just came back. Zuckerman, we both just came back from our physicals, right? Yep. I did uh, my numbers blasted down. Uh, I think it's also tennis. I take AG1, been doing it for a year now. But also tennis, uh, a lot of training. And uh, who knows what is doing what, but I'm not changing any of it. Every scoop of AG1 has uh, 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food super force, whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits like mood support, boosted energy, even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. And I have AG1 delivered to me every month, so it's super easy to make a daily habit. With AG1, taking good care of your body is that simple. That's all you have to do if you're looking for an easy way to take supplements. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash spike911. Athleticgreens.com slash spike911. That's athleticgreens.com slash spike911 for your free stuff. Check it out. You want to support us, you go to our sponsors, you check out the, uh, you check out the site. If it's for you, good. If not, even just going there, reading about our sponsors, it helps us. Mm. All right, let's uh, let's do some Dear Zuckerman's. Oh, let me pay attention, Peggy. <laughs> okay, let me just see. Let me Peggy. Uh, I like Peggy. Who's Peggy? Peggy is short for Margaret for whatever reason. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. Oh, that's like like Bud and Wendell. Yeah, you get that know, one wrong for some reason. Let's see. All right, I'll start here. And these are all uh, dad-themed uh, Dear Abby letters that instead Dear Zuckerman is going to answer. I will sort everyone out. <laughs> Dear Zuckerman, I could use some advice on the best response to my father's letters. He cleverly inserts insults into them without writing anything for which he could be criticized. For example, he, al- he has always talked about how he hates fat people and I am very overweight. I can certainly read between the lines. Could you recommend a response other than silence from Illinois? Read okay. me into it. Why don't you call your dad up? <laughs> tell him he's a fucking asshole. Say, hey, listen, Dad. You don't. You know what's with the passive aggressive bullshit? If you don't like me, don't write to me. If you think I'm fat and gross, just say so. But you know, don't be passive aggressive about it. Could you you go. If you're really fat, you're dead. <laughs> I hate fat people. Then you hate me. Yeah. Just call him up and tell him the message is it lost. But you see, he's doing that to you because he can beat you down and you'll just go eat more food. He's doing it because he thinks this is the subtle, nice way of telling her she needs to lose weight. Or him. Whoever. Or he's a feeder, like I think Zuckerman just tried to say. He wants her fat. He likes her fat? Yeah, some people yeah, like some that. Some people are like that, but I think that this child just needs to confront this person and tell him to back the fuck off. Yeah. Otherwise, there's then silence. But this is a person, you're right, Spike, because, because dad's not getting any response. He's persisting. Yeah, it's not his problem. Yeah. She needs to call up and go, stay out of my life on this one. I got it. You think I don't know I'm fat? I know. You don't we're all work- feel shitty because I'm fat? We're, all, we're yeah. working on ourselves. We're all working on yeah, ourselves. Yeah, you work on your personality. I've got a mirror. Work on your own letter writers. Yeah. Letters, whatever it is. All right, here we go. <laughs> Number two. This was, And this one, a million people sent to you and I, and I'm sure you too, Johnny, but here it is. Dear Zuckerman, when we travel together with our family... um. 
our children. My husband buys himself a ticket in first class and puts me and the kids in economy class. He justifies uh, flying alone in first class because of the cost and the fact that our kids, 12 and 16, might feel alone if I were to travel in first with him <laughs> and leave them in the rear cabin. They're pretty old, uh Dude, uh, my husband has suggested traveling alone on a different flight ahead of us so that we don't feel badly about this party. But this does not really address or solve the problem of the inherent selfishness in his thinking. Am I wrong, Zuckerman? Okay, lady, let me give you let me give you a clue here. Okay, the, the minute that second child turns eighteen, he's divorcing you. Okay, this is clear evidence. He doesn't like you. He has disdain for you, and he's hiding money from you. If it costs too much for so you better start paying attention to where he's keeping this money, and you better be ready for the counterattack right away. Boy, I think you're exactly right on 100%, this 100%. You're standard. 100% right. Yeah. I had that happen once. My wife and I were on a flight, and like I got upgraded to first or something, and I can't remember what happened. I was putting her in first. It's going to sound so horrible when I'm telling this story. Anyhow, she was like, you take first. It, I'll mm -hmm. be fine in coach or whatever. Right. And I've re she never said anything since, but I've regretted it. Like I should have. You shouldn't regret that. Yeah. No, I don't know that I I've ever done it, but I would definitely do it with my wife. I don't think I could do it by myself. <laughs> That's really weird. But Zuckerman, I think you are a one hundred percent right. The yeah. second he said a different flight. Yeah. He's saying a different house, yeah, a different, different life, everything. a different everything. Yeah. Right. Your well, days are numbered, lady, and this is the tell. Yeah. You can have the mistress on the first flight. Yeah. yeah that's nuts. Mm. Good letter, though. <laughs> but you're exactly right. I don't think the response, it was the ethicist in uh, New York. Yeah, he doesn't get it. He's a former Letterman writer. Randy's, I can't remember his last name. Good guy. What did he say? I don't know. Didn't oh. read it. But oh, I'm sure he... To him. Tell him. Tell him how it <laughs> We didn't read what Randy said. I said he's a good guy. I, I know what Randy writes. You know, he's, it's always something mealy. <laughs> mealy but he should have wrote what you wrote. Yeah. Get ready. It's I think you're right, Zuckerman. I am right. That's very insightful of you. All right. Letter number three. Dear Zuckerman, my father is 80. In his prime, he was a businessman with a lot of contacts. Most of his friends and siblings are gone now. He doesn't take good care of himself. His hair is unkempt. He goes for weeks without shaving. His pants sag. And worst of all, his fingernails are full of dirt. He doesn't get out much, so I'm not sure it's important to him. My main concern is how to handle this with the funeral home when he dies. <laughs> this is the jump in the letter. My main concern is how to handle this with the funeral home when he dies. Is this something they would clean? I can't imagine putting anyone through that. It would also not reflect who he really is. It sure I, does. I have sure never... Does. Hold on, hold on. I have never been comfortable confronting Dad about his appearance, and he is sure to have his feelings hurt. Dear Zuckerman, I would appreciate your thoughts on this. Okay, a couple of things. Okay, wait, signed, uh, can't confront Dad, a.k.a. Mrs. Lieberman. No, joking. <laughs> In Indiana. All right. Go ahead. You know, yes, the, the funeral home has taken care of this. You don't need to clean the house before the maid comes in this case. You just, you know, yeah, and they're going to charge you for it. They're just going to, it's gold money, and they're going to clean these people up. There are That's lots of people. funeral homes do. Yes, they, they put people whose heads have been mashed by tires back together again. They clean up all sorts of foul things. Any but other you, wounds they can clean you, up? Yeah, but you know what? Do your, you know, do, your dad, do your dad a favor. You know what? Do him a favor. He might not recognize it. And you tell him, 
you know, Dad, you let yourself go. Clean your ass, clean yourself up, and let's go out a little bit. Anybody crushed by a refrigerator, they stitch him right back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's literally what the funeral home yes. does. They make the body presentable. That yes, they would clean his fingernails. Yeah. The person who doesn't know this is the person who can't say, clean yourself up. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. If it's, oh, you, bowling ball. Yeah. You went out. You went out. Oh, oh, you're back. You're back. Okay. Just don't, just don't move too much. I think the mic God, is back. I think somebody writes this in. It's hard to imagine that someone wrote that. That's weird. But again, I, I would say, don't you want to talk to your dad about it? Yeah, don't you want to confront you? him a little bit? I, By the way, as I get older, I kind of feel the same way, right? Well, don't you? We've seen some very old celebrities, and, and they No, get... but I'm just saying you personally. Do you, do you really start to want to take care of yourself? I, I start uh, to let things go. I'm just like, eh. Uh, I'm if, good about my If I don't have to. I'm good about my nails, I think. To me, No, somebody... I, that's not what I meant. I, I meant in general, I may not be as fastidious as I used to that be. That could well be true. If I was going to be by myself. If that I could was well be, be true. Myself. Do you know that what could, I'm saying? That could be true. Lots of lots of old people. They let go. They don't want to shower. They don't want to get wet. My <laughs> crazy I people don't shower. like to get wet. Really? My father-in-law, who's 98, has a trick when he showers. What does he do? And he doesn't give a fuck about anyone else. He he loves the the. It cannot be hot enough in his house. If it was 110 degrees outside, he'd still have the heat on high. Uh. And he takes a shower, and he comes out. Company be damned, he stands over the vent to to, to let the air come up. His to, towel. Yeah, to, to come dry up his, his junk. His yeah, junk. Yes, which That's is wow. probably a half inch above ground level at You should get point. him one of those high-speed Dysons. <laughs> to what? Slice, slice his <laughs> To do what he's doing. I had to. No, no, no. The Dyson hair dryer that blows at 500 horsepower, he can just do that at his counter. He, he is. So he stands in front of you in a towel. Yes, and he does. He does to, not give a f. About wow! It. And do you guys ever film this or laugh about it? And I just laugh about it. But the grandkids go, "What are you doing, Grandpa?" Everybody knows oh. what he's doing. He's kind of proud of it. <laughs> and I, I said, I he's, said, he's, hey, I always say to him, Leonard, you're going to burn those. You're going to have a waffle pattern on them because they're so low to the ground. Oh, no, I had to do this at Le Mans the other day because we were. We were staying in these like weird shipping container things that are their own little private bathrooms. Right. Pretty cool. Um, but they late in the day they they you know, they took all the towels out because they thought we were leaving, but it was like, you know, I've been sweating, it's four PM, five yeah. PM. And so I took a shower and there's no towels and I was dripping wet and it was super humid. So they had a you know, a floor standing A C unit oh, and it man. felt so good. That's was, weird. That's disgusting. Oh, Why did I have to hear that from you? What <laughs> was wrong with your, your shoes and the T shirt? Does it? You're not 98. <laughs> I'm, uh, what are you, 38? 48. <laughs> 48. All right, okay. we have one more letter. Here we go. I saved the best for last. I think I did. Dear Zuckerman, I have an issue with my father and don't know where to turn. I'm concerned because he has developed an unusual habit. He likes to look through the dumpsters behind the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Initially, he told me it was to get old produce for compost in his garden, but I have learned that he eats some of the things he finds. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have tried telling him this is dangerous. He refuses to listen and insists that what he is doing is safe. And by the way, he has enough money to buy regular groceries. The situation has become critical because he is now planning to cook something he found in the dumpster for a family gathering. 
I told him he must let people know where it came from so they can make an informed decision about whether they want to eat his dinner, but he said nope. <laughs> Zuckerman, please help. Signed, grossed out. <laughs> Dad's got a frontal lobe <laughs> issue, Dad. Dad's going over the Rainbow Bridge. Literally, take him to the neurologist. He needs neuropsych testing. He clearly is is touched in the head. What they used to call hardening of the arteries. He's really? sclerotic. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I agree with you on this one, Zuckerman. Like, oh, yeah. He's not right in the head. You know that thrill you get when you go fishing and you get a fish? <laughs> like You just caught something <laughs> that you could eat? Do you, you ever see, there's this great guy on Instagram who takes magnets. He calls it magnet fishing. He's, I think he's based in The Hague or somewhere in, in Holland. And he throws the magnet in and he pulls out bikes and safes. and It's really fun. I think he's this, not eating that. I mean, that's, <laughs> this is a, that's called that's called treasure hunting. This is right. not treasure hunting. This is but if you garbage. Find, if you found like a some steak and it was you know a day or two past due, that's that's kind of good. It's eating out of the trash. I mean, okay, <laughs> this guy's a raccoon now. I mean, it's just right, here's here's how he solves this problem. Yeah, hey, he should announce to everybody. By the way, you should all know, Dad took this out of the dumpster. <laughs> and B, B, what he should Happy do in Labor advance. Day. What he should do in advance just to make his point with dad <laughs> assuming dad has his wits about him he should spread some fancy feast on crackers tell his dad that it's pate let dad eat it and say you know what dad that's cat food how do with that same deal here what do you think what are you doing what are you doing? Nobody wants to be tricked in what they eat. So, wait, Spike, mm. your your point is that he's like a hunter gatherer. I <laughs> think like, he. I think there's some element of this where he gets a dopamine hit. And, oh, he does. He, and he's, you know, he not he apparently doesn't need the money. But whenever you find like five bucks, you get excited. Hey, I got a free five. This bucks. is like when Dennis Wilson was going dumpster diving with the Manson family in his Rolls Royce. <laughs> like he didn't. Right. I mean, this is he could be getting off on it. There could be a cheap thrill that he hates his family and he's feeding them trash. Yeah, I got something good for you to eat. Trash. Right? It's fresh. It's not good enough if it's not out of the trash. I like that he told one person, though, I'm going to make a dinner. I'm excited. You got to tell him. Nope. I'm not telling anybody where I got this dinner. Let I'll tell them after because they're not doing something they should tell be doing. Tell him in advance and nobody shows up. He can eat his trash himself. I kind I of admire the trash. guy. I kind of admire the guy. I get uh, the sense that grocery store trash is not as bad as actual trash. Okay, but I'm, I'm like, is it, does, don't you think that that's like expiration date? We have to throw it. I'm out? Team Zuckerman on this one. It's I still in a garbage. rotting, disgusting trash. Have you looked book. in your trash can after they dump it out? Like the the mung, the liquid <laughs> mung that's down well, there. Uh, yeah, it's. Gro I mean, what comes next? Recycling toilet paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's bring it all back to the poops. Yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed, have your neighbors gotten crazy about these uh, these garbage can cleaning places? They're like car wash guys now. No, truck, I need one. My neighborhood. That the truck, happening in my neighborhood. The truck shows up <gasps> and they clean your garbage cans. I want to tell you, do you remember our old friend who lived in our neighborhood? Yeah. Rent. Yep. He had that idea 20 years ago. Yeah. Well. And I said, nah. <gasps> nah. I need it. And it's big. I need it. They show up. They clean them. They make them spotless. We had one that was so disgusting. I called the city and like, I need a new trash can. They're like, is it broken? I'm like, no, it's gross. They're like, no, you can't replace it. You it's, know what? You, okay. You, you, you smash it then. One. 
Just smash it. Yeah, I could have done that, but I was like, I didn't know what to, I panicked. Right, well, I like, okay, I like well, dumped vinegar and bleach in it. You haven't ever sprayed out? You put bleach in your own trash can and done it yourself? This was beyond. I did that, but like, that you, seems you, really dangerous. You'd have to see where bleach? I live. To your clothes. No, you'd yeah, have you're going to gonna see, splatter and you're going to ruin your clothes. Yeah, it's, it's more like I don't have drainage where I, you'd have to see where I live, but it would just dump right into my lovely neighbor's you yard. You can get a new one. It's really Okay, easy. so okay. I just did name it. What, is, can, How? Should we experiment? No, no, there's 100 businesses. You can just Google them now. They'll come clean your garbage can. Yeah, I'm so excited. That can help you with this. Oh, such but a you know, and the, the flip side is, I just replaced most of my garbage cans. No, no. How do you replace them? And <laughs> well, you call three one one, and you get were... connected to a lady, and you talk. It's amazing how. And she goes, "What's the serial number on your garbage can?" And then she had everything. And then they wouldn't. A week it. later, call, no. this great this guy shows up. What? I see the truck go down. I have a nice chat with him. And and he replaces the garbage like cans. That Brent happens Wood anywhere, thing? but Brent yeah, Wood. this no, it does. Brent Wood, no, no, call three one one. Because my neighborhood, I I did that, and they're like, "Is it physically broken?" I go, "No, it's disgusting." Well, well go, mine what? were broken, but they oh, they oh, break oh. from the truck. The lids break off. And, yeah, yeah, break the lids. Break mine. You yeah. just look, dude. Just break one. <laughs> break them. Just say it's broken right, and they'll right, replace right. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's 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 one of the things about LA that works quite well. Are you going to get your trash cans cleaned? No. Mine are very, they're out way in the backyard. I don't smell them. But if I, if I had another house where there was proximity, you have to do that. You have to do it. Yeah. Your, your, your house starts to smell when you open the window up. There's what? a new thing some people do. Yes. They freeze their trash before trash day. What? Really? Yeah, I heard somebody in my office says his wife puts the trash in the freezer. With the food? Why? To freeze it so it doesn't stink up outside, and then they they maintain their trash in the fridge and then put it outside. I would not on allow trash such a day. Thing. And I said, "That's no, again. No. There's no putting trash in the no. in the in with, with the, the ice cream you're going to eat. Like, right? You're going to be leech. Everything in the freezer leeches smells out. Anyway, right. yuck. Right? People are weird. That's horrible. People are weird. Yeah." Don't you remember metal trash cans in New York City with garbage <laughs> yes. just vomiting out onto the sidewalk yes. and nobody I came? I think this is a common area of weirdness. I mean, it, there was that Curb episode where the people said, don't use the trash can in the kitchen. We don't use that. It's just for show. Oh, right. I'm kind of like them. I, I, don't want, I don't want trash sitting there. So I don't that's like funny. trash sitting I, there. I, I always just go outside with everything and put it in the trash yeah. can. And my yeah. wife, I'll see her dumping like stuff <coughs> in the kitchen can where I'm like, yeah. That goes outside. That's They'll a, dump soup in there. That's a meat diaper. Like, they just they, they curl it like across the room and it hits the side of it. And it just goes in and then your your whole house is stinky. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right. Well, we're going to end it on the trash note, guys. Trash. You're trash to me. You're trash. You're trash to me. <laughs> We've covered it all. BMWs, the memory people. Trash. <laughs> you and your trash. Dear Zuckerman, the cool Good. Toyota, Johnny's new car. One day. One, One day. day. When my lease is up. Yeah. And uh, and I just got a Ducati, which I'm going to ride this week, and I'll tell you guys all about next week. What? What? Oh, I meant just I need to get in touch with cake, bike people. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna for Rensport. I want to bring a cake. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, we should bring cakes. That's a fantastic because idea. It's, did you hear? It's like sold out, biggest event in the history of Laguna Seca. Well, one tickets. of our sponsors, and I'll tell you about after the show, wants to fly us up there, put us up, and have us do a branded show up there if we want to go. I'll be up yeah. there. Fly us up. You're already there. I'm Look, already now there. it's already cheaper. I want a cake. Well, they can pay me what they're... No, I'm just kidding. Um, I want a cake. I wonder I want a cake. if they could get it up there. I'll bet they could. I'll put it in the back of the Tycon I'm taking up. Um, there. I don't think it would fit. Both seats down? It would fit. I, I'm going to get the wagon. You could get, you could get the... Uh, 
You know, I've just gone through like the tow hitch racks that you could use for electric bikes because you have two, but there are a bunch of weight restrictions on them. It's really interesting. And when it's too heavy, that little uh, that metal breaks and it just falls down from hitting the bumps. But I think with one, you're it's easy. It's yeah, very easy. You just I was just thinking if I, if I get the Tycon wagon seats down. That one it I won't like. work. I'm yeah. telling you, you really? don't want to have to do it without taking wheels. And they're very big and heavy electric bikes, and it's very easy. Just get something with a tow hitch, and you're done. Uh, I was going to take a Tycon as a problem. All right, we'll figure this out later. All right, maybe the Rivian. You're trash. Yeah, or we have them just bring it up there for you. Yeah, do it for us. Something. There you go. All right, we'll see you next week. Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar Fifty Six. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.